else. Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in. You can also send those app chats and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. So I got to ask you, what did you think about the Patriots win on Christmas Eve? Did that, uh, did that change your mind about the direction of where the franchise is going, beating the Denver Broncos on Christmas Eve? I mean, four wins on the season now, right? Uh, I guess, theoretically, we could be looking at two more wins. I mean, there's two more games on the schedule, so they could win. Do you think they're going to beat the Buffalo Bills on Sunday? Well, you're going to get to hear the action here on WBSM when the Patriots visit the Bills on New Year's Eve, although it's an early game this time around, so you don't have to worry about missing time with the family or missing any of your New Year's Eve celebrations. You can uh, check it out. Pre-game on WBSM starts at 10 a.m., and then kickoff is at 1 p.m. And the New England Patriots on WBSM are brought to you by Shooting Supply, Primacare, and D&J Enterprises. And maybe they do beat the Bills, and then maybe they wrap up beating the Jets. And they have a a six-win season. When you consider how bad things were looking, that'd be a huge accomplishment at this point. But all of these stories are, it's, it's coming in every direction. Whether or not the Patriots move on from Bill Belichick this season, after this season. At first, we heard that that decision was made when the Patriots lost to the Colts in Germany, that that's when... Robert Kraft said, enough's enough. We're going to win in a new direction after the season. Then we got, that that was reported by Tommy Curran. Then Ian Rappaport was reporting that, hold on, they haven't made a decision yet. Then there was all these reports coming out over the weekend that they haven't even discussed it yet. That they won't discuss it until close to the end of the season or after the season. My guess would be that they're probably talking about it this week. Because you, you really want to know what you're going to be doing before all the coaching vacancies start popping up after the final game of the season. So they'll have to address it. I guess it seems like Belichick was hinting at the coaches as to what's going to happen next year. And that's what it's really going to boil down to. You know, I heard, I forget who it was on the Patriots pregame broadcast, but I heard one of the folks mentioning that uh, they're going to have to have a a meeting with Belichick. Kraft will have to have a meeting with Belichick where he says, well, what's your plan for 2024? And that Belichick just has to approach it as if he's still the coach. He's still under contract, so he has to approach it as if he's still the coach. And then when they have that meeting, they have that discussion, then Kraft can kind of gauge from there if he thinks that that plan is the right move. 
But certainly something has to change. And if if Bill Belichick is stubborn and, and doesn't think that something needs to change, then they'll probably want to move on. If he's open to change, I see him sticking around and finishing up his career here. And make no mistake about it, whatever decision they make this year is the decision that's made permanently. If they don't move on from Bill Belichick after the season, Bill Belichick stays here until he's done coaching football, until he decides he doesn't want to be here anymore. This is like a one-shot deal for Bob Kraft if he wants to fire Bill Belichick and be able to walk away from it. I mean, I guess, unless they have a worse season than this one. That could be a possibility as well. But I I, I think he's going to stick around. I, I If you had asked me a couple of weeks ago when Curran's story broke, I would have said, he's gone, he's out of here, and you know what? It's probably time to move on. Thanks for everything you did, but it's not working anymore. It's time to move on. Now, all of this second-guessing stuff that's come out, unless they're just trying to increase his trade value to make it seem like they want to keep him around, but I don't think that his trade value is all that high. I don't think a lot of... As much as the reporting is out there that there are franchises like the Chargers that would want to bring in a guy that could help them win right away. They've got the pieces. They just need the coach to get them. I don't think Bill Belichick gets them over the hump. And I don't think that that's what a franchise wants to build. Three, four years of Bill Belichick? No. They want to build somebody to be the next Bill Belichick. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. But um, I'm interested in seeing what drama comes about as a result of it. 508-996-0500. And, and, and by the way, I'll say this too. Bill Belichick knows that it's he's not getting his kids' jobs in other franchises necessarily, and there's no guarantee if he goes somewhere else he can bring them with him. So maybe the best job security for his family is what makes the job security for him. So that'll be a factor in it, I assume. And also I have to go back to that idea that, you know, does Robert Kraft want to be the guy that got rid of both Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? Both of the two key pieces to the Patriots' dynastic run. I think if he had it to do over, he would have let Tom Brady stay here until he decided he was done playing. Even if it meant butting heads with Belichick over it. And I think he doesn't want to make that same mistake twice. Because if Belichick is hell-bent on sticking around until he has the all-time wins record, you want that to happen with him in Foxborough. But maybe you disagree. 508-996-0500. Or you can hit me up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Not that this is a sports show, but we'll talk about sports sometimes. Of course, that's how I got started in all this crazy stuff anyway, was by doing sports. So, uh, and of course, uh, spent 20 years covering the Patriots. Well, 20 seasons, just, I think it's 19 seasons altogether. The last season that I covered was the 2020 season of, you know, the uh, no fans, COVID restrictions, 
that was a bit of a challenge. And it just, it didn't feel the same going to games with nobody in the stadium. It felt more like a practice. Although they still fed us pretty well, which is all that really mattered, right? My priorities are are all uh, lined up correctly. So I was getting um, a message from somebody who asked me to repeat the phone number of the gentleman from Dartmouth who is looking for his mother's lost Bible. It was, he lost the Bible. His name is Cliff Wilson. He lost his mother's Bible when he was at having lunch at Gumbo in North Dartmouth on December 21st. He thinks that the Bible fell out of a hole in his bag as he was walking back to his car. It belonged to his mother, who just passed away in November, and it had been in the family for more than 100 years. And now he is looking to get it back. He's offering a $300 reward to whoever finds it and returns it to him. WPRI.com has all the details, has a photo of the Bible, and has the phone number in case you need it later on. But the number to call Cliff Wilson is 401 401-369-6321. And he's asking those who inquire about the Bible to have a photo ready to send along to him if you think that you have it. So... Hopefully the person that was messaging me and asking for that number means that they think that they might have found it. And let us know if you do. If you're uh, able to help him be reunited with his Bible, let me know. You can send an app chat message or email me, tim at wbsm.com. We would love to let everybody know about it. And that's what's great about not just local radio, but also having our internet reach as well having our stories on the website, that we can help with things like this. If, if, if you are ever in a position where you need to find a, a lost heirloom or things like that, reach out to us. Let us know. Now, we're not going to write up everything as a story. I'll be upfront about that. Not everything warrants a story to tell. You know, it's got to be more than just... It's got, it's, there's got to be some human interest behind it. Otherwise, we're, you know, we're just, I lost my keys somewhere on Cogsall Street. Well, okay. okay. New Bedford Guide. Po- you can post stuff up, send that to New Bedford Guide. They post those things up all the time and help people find things. For us, we're looking for the stories where there's a little bit more to it than just that. And... Those stories, those connections that we make are where we really see the impact that we can have in the community. And I can tell you that in 2024, we, uh, we thrive, we, what's the word I'm looking for? We want to have more community impact too. So we're happy to tell those stories anytime that you want to send them along. And you can always email me, tim at wbsm.com with anything along those lines. And we will tell more stories about places that are opening, places that are closing, places that are moving, places that are expanding. We're going to have a very active 2024 in the business world, I think. I already know there's some new restaurants that are planning on opening next year. 
There's going to be some, I'm sure, that will close next year. There's going to be new businesses that come into the area. There's going to be some that shut down. And we'll continue telling you about all of it. Because we know, we see, we see the data, we see the reactions, we know what kind of stories matter to you. We know what kind of stories you want to read about and hear about and talk about and think about all of the things that happened in 2023 that we were able to discuss here on the air. Think about the changes that we were able to affect by holding people accountable, by having those discussions, and by just putting it out there in the ether to make sure it isn't forgotten. Just, yeah, you just got to pull down your Metro slider there. Uh, so that's all of the contributions that you make too. It's not just about us reporting the stories. It's not just about us talking about the stories. It's about you sharing them with us, telling us about it, alerting us to it, calling in, reacting to it, and taking matters into your own hands once you hear about it. And that's what I love about this is that it's all become a big symbiotic relationship where we're the place to talk about it, we're the place to read about it, but it's really you that's making the impact and the difference. So looking forward to more of that in 2024. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break, though. We'll be back in a few moments. It's a nice day out. No, not not today. But if it's a day like Christmas was, where it's a nice day and it's like 55 degrees, I call that a Phil Collins day. No jacket required. Hey, listen, I didn't say the jokes were going to be funny. I'm a dad, so they're going to be dad jokes. Uh, but, you know, speaking of the holidays, of course, New Year's Day is coming up. New Year's Eve is Sunday. New Year's Day is Monday. We'll be off Monday, by the way. We will have syndicated programming for you. Uh, but it's a, it's a day off for everybody here at WBSM. Day to spend with our families, a.k.a. recovering from the night before. Although I, you know, I'm not going to party. I'll probably be in bed the usual time. But it's a, it's a night where, and, a, and the day after is a day where people start reflecting on what they want in 2024 and people will make new year's resolutions. I don't really make resolutions because then I'm going to end up not fulfilling them, breaking them, whatever, and feel terrible about it. So I found the best way to avoid that is to just not make them at all. 
But if it's if I was going to make one, it was always, you know, I'm going to lose weight. And this year I actually fulfilled that. And I'm going to continue on with that for 2024 because I haven't hit the goal yet. But um, I'm going to keep pushing through on that. And that's probably the one that I will hold on to. That's probably the one that I will uh, allow for because I think it's one that I can actually complete. It's one that I can actually keep going forward with. Well, all these other ones that I can make, I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. I'm not going to be late to things anymore. I could make those every year. And you know what? Maybe I'll just do that in June. Maybe I'll just decide that in June. Oh, wait, no, wait. See, I'm already messing it up. I'm already... I'm already procrastinating. But that's, you know, why I don't bother to do it because then you're just setting yourself up for failure. Instead, maybe just work on those things a little bit every day. But if you want to make some resolutions and you want to call in and tell me what your resolutions are, we'll take those throughout the week, 508-996-0500. I think it'd be fun to do some some New Bedford resolutions. I've tried that in the past, but, you know, people don't really get it. It's not exactly a high-concept discussion, but, you know... But things that you would want to see resolutions for New Bedford or for the other towns in the area, we can work on some of that as well. I'm going to take your phone calls at 508-996-0500 coming up after the news. So call or hang on. We'll get to you as soon as we come back from the news. You can also send in those app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Thanks to South Coast Towing. They make the app free for everybody. Uh, but we'll get into that after the news right now. It's time to get all the headlines of the day with Adam Bass. Top Biden administration officials will travel to Mexico in search of solutions as migrants are crossing the southern border in record numbers. NBC's Morgan Chesky says other officials on state level are taking matters into their own hands. Texas Governor Greg Abbott taking his own steps, installing more barbed wire on the border and busing more migrants to primarily Democratic-led cities such as Chicago and New York, both now buckling under rising numbers. Meanwhile, weather is to blame for a plane from Texas being forced to make an emergency landing in Philadelphia last night. The plane was filled with migrants on their way to New York City. More than 200 asylum seekers were on board when the flight landed at Philadelphia International. There are no reports of any injuries. The Biden administration is also allowing a ban on some Apple Watch models in the U.S. to move forward. The administration declined to veto the International Trade Commission's October decision to ban Apple Watches equipped with technology that monitors, monitors blood oxygen levels. The agency ruled Apple infringed on its pa patents owned by two U.S. companies. The, ta the tech giant filed an appeal and emergency request to stop the ban. Apple paused its sales of its Series 9 and Ultra 2 smartwatches in the U.S. last week. A former U.S. congressman who was charged with lying about an illegal campaign contribution is having his conviction thrown out by a federal court. Republican Jeff Fortenberry of Nebraska was convicted last year of concealing information and making false statements and was sentenced to two years probation. On Tuesday, the Ninth Circuit of the U.S. Court of Appeals ruled that it was improper for federal prosecutors to try Fortenberry in Los Angeles because he made those false statements at his home in Nebraska and at his office in Washington, D.C., this ruling allows for Fortenberry to be retried in a, quote, proper venue. Mariah Carey's ex-boyfriend is opening up about their breakup on Tuesday. Brian T Tanaka released a statement saying the decision to end their relationship was a mutual one. He says the memories they shared over the seven-year relationship will stay in his heart and he thanks the fans for their support. All Carey wants for this New Year's Eve is some privacy.
And the color purple is coming off a dominating Christmas opening day. Trey Thomas has more. Oh, Miss Celia! You must ain't got no kinfolk around these parts. All I had was my sister. The film made $18 million Monday, marking the second biggest Christmas Day opening of all time. Two other films opened on Christmas, including George Clooney's The Boys in the Boat, which made over $5 million, and the Adam Driver-led Ferrari, which netted just under $3 million. I'm Trey Thomas. And in sports, the Boston Bruins versus the Buffalo Sabres tonight at 7.30 in Buffalo. And the Celtics will face off against the Detroit Pistons tomorrow in Detroit at 7.30 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Dense fog this morning with a temperature around 40, mid to upper 40s for this afternoon under mostly cloudy skies. Periods of widespread rain does move in later on today into the overnight and tomorrow. Tomorrow with temperatures around 50. Mild temperatures will extend well into Thursday night and some part of Friday. Conditions will improve for the end of the year. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. It's currently 42 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. bunch which includes the children of members of Tavares but does not include Hank Turgeon Chris McCarthy gave me uh, incorrect information I was I was uh, set up in Chris's quest to prank Hank so I wanted I wanted to keep the joke going myself too but but Hank didn't didn't like it so I don't I don't want to force anybody into the funky bunch that doesn't want to be I guess that includes Marky Mark I'm still waiting. One of these years when they have the uh, the new kids on the block go out on their summer tour or whatever, they got to have Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch open up for them. Although Mark Wahlberg now has that new movie coming out, what, on Apple TV Plus? Maybe that's got you right down to the level where you're like, you know what, I'll, I'll go out and do that. Donnie Wahlberg's writing op-ed pieces for, I think it was in the, the Boston Herald. It was either the Herald or the Globe. He wrote a piece about how the Patriots need to keep Bill Belichick. Big big Boston sports fan, Donnie Wahlberg. He's always at games. He's uh, he's very opinionated about the games. I've, I've had conversations with him. He was uh, in the locker room when the Celtics won their last championship. 
him and Joey McIntyre together. And I was talking with them in the locker room waiting for the players to come in. Very, very excited. It was kind of cool being there with them for that. Uh, Also, he... He's someone who would be, if he wasn't famous, I think he would be a regular sports talk radio caller. (laughs) He's got that kind of, you know, passion for it and that kind of mentality about it. I could see him being a regular caller, you know. Donnie in Dorchester, you're next. I could see him being that. And, uh, you know, the caller earlier, too, uh, who was it? It was Lamone. Lamone mentioned um, Michael Bivens, who was the kind of the the Spengali for for boys to men. He was writing a column for NBA.com. Years ago, like a regular column he was writing, and I was in the press box at TD Garden having dinner before a game, covering a game, and he is sitting at the table, you know, we're sitting there eating food, and I always try to, you know, make a little conversation, especially if it's somebody who, you know, I admire, like Michael Bivens, and he's like, oh, hang on one second, I just got to finish writing this column. And he was writing the column for NBA.com on his BlackBerry. And this is like in the early days of BlackBerry. And he's like writing the whole thing. We are 20 years past that point. And I complain if I have to write an article on my, on my phone, on my Android phone with a much better keyboard <laughs> and much better capabilities. And I'm like, ah, I'm too far away from a computer. I guess I have to do it on my phone. Ah. But he's over there writing NBA.com columns in like 2004 on a BlackBerry. So kudos to him for being able to do that. Anyway, 508-996-0500 if you want to uh, call in and chime in. We were talking before about the story I have up at WBSM.com and on the app regarding Kojo's Toy World is going to be expanding and moving. And I also mentioned that the new horror store that sells horror movie-related merchandise uh, over next to Sixes and Sevens, the former Cobblestones. The Horror Family is the name of the store. That announced on social media that it's going to be expanding as well. It It is also moving, but not far. Not far at all. But uh, they didn't put the details up, so I won't give those details yet. But uh, let's just say you don't have to go to a different location. And uh, you'll be able to... Shop in these very niche shops because that's what is working. That's what is working in in this economy. Not trying to be the next Walmart, but trying to be the antithesis of Walmart, trying to be the place or, or the antithesis of Amazon. Yeah, you can go and get those vintage toys on eBay. But first of all, are you going to get it for the same good price you're going to get it from because you're not outbidding people when you walk into Kojo's Toy World to buy it. Secondly, are you also not inspired by just walking in there and seeing things to want? You might not have ever thought about it. There's a lot of toys that you didn't even realize that you wanted to add to your collection if you are a collector until you walk in and you see them or, or you forgot about And then there's the pieces that you always wanted to have when you were a kid but never got, like Optimus Prime. I never had an Optimus Prime. 
And then when I became old enough to buy my own stuff, I was like, nah, I don't want an Optimus Prime anymore. But maybe you want to fulfill that little childhood need. And you know what? If buying toys is what makes you happy, there are far worse things you could be spending your money on. Because first of all, they, they have collectible value. They have sentimental value. There's something you can hold on to. And it's not like, you know, it's an, it's, it, it, it can be an addiction, but it's not an addiction like drugs or alcohol or anything like that. And I'm not just saying this because I bought an Ecto-1 when I went to Terracon a few months ago. I feel no need to justify that purchase. 508-996-0500. We'll take a break and be back in just a few. <laughs> If you want to call in, you can also send in those app chat messages via the WBSM app. You can send in open line voicemails as well. And uh, tomorrow we'll be broadcasting live from just another Phoenix on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. If you want to come on by and take part, you can uh, feel free to do that. Hang out with us, have some breakfast, have some good coffee, have some fun. But don't forget that deal goes on sale tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Two twenty-five dollar certificates to just another Phoenix for just fifty bucks. No, sorry, yeah, <laughs> two twenty-five dollar gift certificates for just twenty-five bucks. So you're getting fifty dollars in certificates for just twenty-five dollars tomorrow morning at eight a.m. at seizethedeal.com. RJ in New Bedford sent in an app chat message saying, "I don't do New Year's resolutions. I actually do birthday resolutions and view it as my personal New Year." That's a good plan. That's a good idea. And also, maybe it takes away some of that New Year'sness to it and puts that personal responsibility on you because you have that personal connection. Now, I don't know how well that would work for me because my birthday is three days after New Year's Day. <laughs> so for me, it would be, you know, really no difference. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. My birthday is January 4th. So it's, you know, it's all the same. But I tried over the years, like writing out resolutions, visiting, revisiting them, a couple months in to see how far I've gone on them, usually not very at all. Then tried saying, well, now, you know, it's March, but I'm going to try again. And I don't know. I just don't stick to it. I think if you, there's a change you need to make in your life, you should just make it no matter what time. Don't wait for New Year's. You know, it's like all the people who go to the gym January 2nd and say, all right, this is it. This is a new year, new me. This is who I am. Inevitably, most of them end up falling off of that and falling off rather quickly. I was actually talking to a gym owner and he said, you know, 
March. March is when that big rush of people that comes out after the new year usually fades away. And I'm honestly surprised that they get to March. There's been many times that I've gone and done it. In fact, I've been going through it myself. I haven't gotten nearly as, as much exercise, well, at least in the gym. Thanks to that VR helmet. I get a pretty good cardio workout every day now. But the going to the gym, I'll stick with it for a couple of months and then I just need to miss one time and that's it. And so I, I get it. I get it completely. So that's why I say if there's something that you want to change, don't wait for January 1st. And don't put that pressure on yourself to make it a resolution that you have to stick with. Just make it a lifestyle change. And start it whenever. One of my constant resolutions, and I don't mean a New Year's resolution, but one of the things I want to change all the time is drinking more water. And I've tried everything. I bring a bottle with me everywhere I go. I have one of those bottles where it tells you exactly where you should be by a certain time of the day. I have nothing else in my house to drink but water. None of it works. I just can't remember to drink the full amount every day. I can get close, and I, I guess close is better than not being close, but I still have struggles just trying to get to where I'm supposed to be. And you could, you could probably, in the course of a day, just go to the sink or the water cooler or wherever it is you're, you're drinking water from. You could probably go to it three times during the course of the day. Divide up the total amount you're supposed to have by those three times. Just sit there and drink it and have it be done. But I still can't get myself to do it. If I don't think about it, I'll probably drink a ton of water. But that's not an everyday thing. So it's, it's, it's been a struggle for me. And I'm sure it's a struggle for a lot of you. I said, what, what, what gave me this kidney stone when I had to have that kidney stone removed? What, what made this happen? And they said, well, you know, there's a lot of different factors, but the one thing you can really do to help yourself is drink a lot of water. They're like, you're dehydrated. We're going to assume it's because of the kidney stone, but, you know... You should probably make sure you drink more water. And I said, okay, I will. And I vowed when I got out of the hospital, I'm going to drink more water. And for the first couple of days, I did. And then I fell right back into my old patterns. So I know it's not as easy as you think it would be. And, and, and really, out of all of the resolutions you could make for yourself, is there anything easier than drinking more water? It's everywhere. And you don't need to go out and buy special water. You can drink the tap water, I guess, depending on where you live. But it should be easy to do. Buy yourself a 24-pack of bottled water, and you know you got to drink X amount of those bottles every day. Just line them up and knock them down. It should be that easy. But yet we all struggle with it. 508 996 the other part of making a resolution is 
that inevitable feeling of failure when you don't complete it. It's not just about not doing it. It's about the way it makes you feel when you're not doing it. Doesn't that make it that much worse? And I'm not trying to advocate for you not to make resolutions. I'm just saying you're setting yourself up for disappointment when you focus these changes just on that. As someone who's speaking from experience, who needs to make changes and doesn't, who's been able to make some, and who always wants to make more and never does. Let's uh, let's take a quick call here. Uh, good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning. How you doing? Not bad. So, yeah, talking about the res- uh, resolutions and stuff, I think one thing that I've, I've never tried it, but it just popped in my head. If we had accountability, like had a partnership, and you and a buddy make the same resolution and hold each other accountable. So rather than being accountable to nobody, both of you keep each other in check in the resolution, whether it's drinking more water. I don't think that's really like you can partner up with that, but in like weight loss, smoking, drinking, all that stuff, being more healthy or just any, any type of tangible like resolution. I think if we partnered up with somebody, I think that'd be easier to kind of keep each other in check. Yeah, I mean, and I, I could actually see drinking more water working that way, too, because you can make it a challenge between the two of you. Right. I mean, you could do that. You don't even need a buddy. Like, you and your wife make, a, a, you know, a partnership resolution. Like, combined together, we're going to lose 50 pounds this year, each of us. Or, you know, drink more water, eat healthier. Especially, you know, if you want to eat healthier. If you and your partner decide to do it together... I think I think you can hold each other accountable, and I think you'll be more successful rather than just going at it alone. I mean, I, that, I can tell you, I wasn't going to talk about my, my weight loss journey on the radio, and I wasn't going to post pictures on social media, but then I realized, like, I needed to do that because that gave me that accountability so that, right. you people, know, when I walk around, I want people to be like, oh, hey, you know, looks like you're putting on weight again. Like, I want people to say that kind of stuff to me. Right, exactly, yeah. I hold you accountable. People keep, you know, keep you in check check in you on you give you encouragement they'll be like oh you're looking really good or you know i, I notice hey you're looking a little slimmer a little healthier and it, that gives you more encouragement to keep going forward so oh uh, just something something that popped in my head you know partner up with somebody or have like a group resolution and and see if that works for you if you have a hard time just sticking to it by yourself well you and i can keep each other accountable all right yeah that sounds good we'll have a, we'll have a beer together all right sounds good all right take, take it easy and uh, again, though, I'm not making any resolutions, though, so you've got it easy. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to worry about me too much because I'm probably not going to make any. Um, but there, there are some things that I got to do in the new year and some changes I got to make and um, some medical things that I'm going to have going on. So, in fact, I'm going to miss some time in January, but uh, Jack Blaine's going to fill in for me for that. Anyway, you got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I was talking about resolutions, and one resolution you should make is to start getting all of your meats and really a lot of things that you need at the butcher shop located at 123 Dharma Street in New Bedford. If you're having a little New Year's get-together and you want to have a nice party platter, stop by and tell Eric what you'd like, and he's going to have it ready for you in time for the holiday. And not only that, but maybe there's uh, you know some kind of fancy meal you want to prepare. Some people do that, right? Some people put out a, a nice big dinner on New Year's Eve. I prefer a little snacky foods. But uh, they've got it all there, no matter what you need. And, of course, you want to get some beer, some wine. 
some really nice wine to have to toast the new year at midnight. They've got it all. You can walk down into the cellar and get yourself some beer. You can get some wine, everything from a $5 bottle all the way up to a $500 bottle. It's all there at the butcher shop. There's so much great stuff there that you can plan your whole New Year's party just by stopping there. And uh, again, if you want to put in an order, I would do it sooner rather than later to make sure that you can have it uh, be available for pickup so that you don't have to worry about preparing anything for your party, right? End 2023 with as less struggle, as less work for yourself as you have to and let the butcher shop take care of it. Stop by and see them. 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. All right, well, that's going to do it for me for today. Tomorrow morning, I'll be broadcasting live from Just Another Phoenix in North Dartmouth. Come on by and uh, and enjoy some breakfast with me. Enjoy some conversation with me. And uh, we'll have the microphone there in case you want to join in, but we'll also take your phone calls too. And uh, the Seize the Deal will go on sale tomorrow at 8 a.m. for Just Another